right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. I just said to you, welcome back to our crazy-ass fucking country. Right. <laughs> oh my God, I cannot wait to hear this story. <sighs> Hello, everyone. Uh, <laughs> I got to tell you, it's definitely been a day for me. Um, <clears throat> I am like really still rattled. I was like sitting here waiting for you to get on this Zoom right now. And I just am like shaking. It's the, so crazy what just happened to me. Hey, um, a, a little bit of setup. So it's right now it's almost seven o'clock here. Kelly and I were scheduled mm-hmm. to record at four. Mm. And I get this text message from her that mm. says, hey, I don't think I'm going to be able to record. I had an emergency. I have to go to the police department. We'll keep you posted as I can. I said, oh, oh, oh no, are you okay? And then an hour and a half later, she responded and right. was like, started to tell me what she's going to tell me now, but I don't, I haven't really heard the story. So this is the first time we're all hearing it. <laughs> First of all, Chip has been across the world for two weeks. (laughs) And this is the first that we're talking, essentially, since what you guys have heard us talking about. So he's probably like, uh, take me back. (laughs) Take me back. This is insane. And yes, let me start by saying I'm so sorry. I hate when people do the thing where they text something really alarming and then they disappear. (laughs) (laughs) Right. But that was the best that I could do. Because I was driving. You were still on the phone. I was still on the phone. And I just didn't want to leave you hanging with like, uh, where is she? Like, because I literally thought I was going to be in jail. (laughs) So here's what happened. (laughs) Oh, oh my Um, First of all, I have been on set all week. I'm doing a new TV show that's so fun, but we've been working these really long hours. So I want to preface this by saying I am exhausted today. And so I don't know if that played into this at all, but I actually think that I'm, I want to tell this story on the podcast um, because I think this, I know this is happening a lot in our country right now because of the cops that I've since talked to. And unfortunately, I feel like we just all need to be on guard. And I don't want this to happen to anyone else to the extent that it just happened to me. And so this is a warning, I guess, of scammers, um, ultimately. 
but that is not how this started. So (laughs) basically I get a call this afternoon and I was walking out actually to go to my energy. I was going to get Reiki. Like I was was about to have a day where I was like going to replenish myself. I was really working to get my chakras balanced because I've been anxious and stressed. And, um, I get a call that I missed and I have a voicemail from that number. It's a Nashville number. It's a voicemail. And it's like, Hey, Kelly, this is detective so-and-so at the Davidson County Sheriff's office. And, um, I just was calling to, I I think he said, I still have the voicemail and I need to maybe re-listen, but he basically said like, I was calling, um, as to, to somehow like they wanted me to be a contact witness in some case. Can you play the voicemail? Yeah, I probably could actually. Yeah. I feel it's like kind it of was... like his voice was kind of quiet, which now I'm looking back on like, huh? But this is what it said. Could you hear that? No. Put the bottom end of your phone closer to the microphone. Maybe <laughs> the listeners are like, <laughs> so basically he just says he's a deputy and he he's, contacting me and it would be nice if I could call him back kind of thing. Like basically very vague, but the fact that he had left a voicemail, first of all, kind of threw me. And then second of all, I um, like to make it seem real. I mean, right. Right. But then also I sort of was like, that sounds like someone just has a question for me. And I did thought my first instinct was there's a situation with a friend of mine that I thought maybe they needed me to like testify in a certain, like in a case, like just to be a, a witness to something. Right. Right. And, but nothing like die. It wasn't anything super stressful. So I texted her and I actually said like, would this have anything to do with your situation? And she said, no, I don't think so. But you know, whatever. It was kind of in the back of my mind. Then I had this thought, I was just like, wonder if something happened in my neighborhood and they're just calling because there was a man that had shown up at my door. I have a sign on my door that says no solicitors because I am like <laughs> so oh, anti I that. I know. Chip makes fun I of I remind her every time I leave. I'm like, hey, no solicitors. No solicitors. <laughs> but the thing is, is I find it to be so invasive when people come up to your door these days. Like it's just 2023. Like we don't need to be doing that. Put a mailer right. in my mailbox. Email me. Call me. Whatever. Well, don't call me now. That's what, I'm done with that. But like. I just find it really invasive. So I have that on my door and there was a man that knocked on my door right before I got this phone call, probably 30 minutes before. And I didn't answer because I say, it says no solicitors and he walked away. And so I kind of was like, Oh, as a solicitor, but then I got this call. And so the back to back of that made it seem like, Oh, maybe that was a detective that came to my house. Like I better call him back. I wonder if something happened in my neighborhood Yeah, yeah. and they, need to know if I saw anything. Like I started to get kind of like nervous like that. Right. right. So I call back and the, wherever I called says, it's like a voice record, not it's just the voice recording picks up and it's like, you've reached the Davidson County Sheriff's department. If you know your party's extension, enter it here. Of course I didn't have an extension because he didn't leave one. Um, And then it was like, the hours of operation are, it says all the same stuff that I think it probably says at the real Davidson County Sheriff's department. Oh my God. And, and, and whatever, but I'm pulling up to this energy appointment at this point. So I was like, well, they'll call me back or whatever. If they need, I, I'm just still thinking like nothing's happened. Well, as I literally turn into the parking lot, they call me back 
And I hadn't left a message or anything like that, but they must've seen that I called and that maybe should have been even a thing, but I just answered again. Cause I'm just thinking somebody just has like some questions that maybe I can, I just was also like, what happened? You know, like I don't make practice of breaking the law. So (laughs) I just was thinking like, I've a detective called me. Like I got to answer. You got to answer. Yeah. So I get on the phone with this guy and at first it was somewhat normal, but he was saying to me, um, he said my name, obviously. And he said, he said my address. And then he starts to say like, he has like a bunch of information about me that some of it would not be public knowledge. Like, you know, like it just, seemed like a legit government official because he had information about me that now I'm understanding where he got it from. But at the time, because I didn't know this, I was like, how else would he know this if this wasn't legit? Like, it just seemed really legit. What were some of the things that he had? I don't want to say because I'm now I'm really fucking scared about my identity at this point. Right, right, right. Honestly. Um, And so that's why I'm being vague about that. Like, I'm not trying to not tell you guys the story, but I'm, this is also public. So, you know, now I'm like really stressed out. So anyway, I, um, talked to him for a second and he's like, basically tells me that I had received something that I would look at as like certified mail and I had signed off on it. They had my signature on the paper. And so the, like I had sign that paper that said that I needed to be in court on a certain date because I was being audited about the PPP loans I had received. So, okay. Like I did get a PPP loan and I also got forgiveness. Like I did all the paperwork by the book. I was super stressed out about it. So I like made sure that, cause it just was weird, but yeah, like we lost all of our business during that time. So I'd got a PPP loan, got the forgiveness. I haven't even thought about it since. Like I was like, okay, that's done. Um, but when he said that, he tells you how many billions of dollars have been frauded. Like people, you know, didn't really have businesses that went under all the fraud that happened around PPP. And so he said, they're doing random audits. Do you work for yourself? That's probably why you got audited. So do you see what I'm saying? All this stuff. I'm like, yes, I do. I am like a, you know, I'm self-employed. I contract out all the things. And so again, he kind of has me hooked. But the way that he was, so he's saying all this stuff, but I'm still kind of like, wait, what? And then I go, I never received anything. I never signed anything. And he said, he said, okay, well, I have the paperwork sitting on my desk. And I was like, can you send me that? And he goes, I can't text you confidential paperwork from the police department. He was like, I do need you to come down to the sheriff's department though anyway. So I'll show you as soon as you get here. But I said, you need me to come down. And he was like, ma'am, there's a warrant out for your arrest because you missed courts. Now you're in contempt of court. And um, I need you to come down to the sheriff's department and show your ID and then sign all this, sign the new paperwork so we can get a new court date scheduled. And I was like, what? I was like, how am I in contempt of court? I didn't even know about a court date. He said, well, I mean, I have a forensic hand, hand writing specialist that will be in court or whatever. And you can file that claim then, but I'm just trying to do my due diligence now and follow through with my job of the law, which is that you now have a warrant out for your arrest. And so I have to see you. And if you don't, he said, if I did not comply with that, like coming into the station that then I would be evading or whatever it is, like avoiding the officer basically and not 
complying and said that then they would literally show up to my workplace, my house, whatever, and arrest me. So in my head, I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to be on set with Garth Brooks. And this guy is going to come in and arrest me? Like, is that for real? Like, I'm freaking out at this point. And I was like, what? I go, I go, well, can I come in tomorrow? I have the day off. Like, I am walking into an appointment right now. I set a work meeting. So right. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Maybe this is the karma I get for lying about that. But right. I, it was work for me because I needed to cleanse my chakras to be able to get up, you know, to do the best job that I can. <laughs> so anyway, I like, I say I have this meeting and then we had the recording. So I was like, I have multiple things of work still today. Can I come in in the morning? I'm happy to do it. Like, I will show up. You can tell me what time, who to ask for, where to be. I will be there. Like, I'm a rule follower, sir. Like I'm saying all this stuff. And he just kept getting like really, really, really pushy about stuff. But then he was like, I don't think you're understanding the severity of your situation right now. And I was like, I absolutely am not because you are the first time that I'm hearing about any of this. So, and so basically anytime I kept like talking, he would cut me off. So I was getting really fucking aggravated too, because it felt like he was like mansplaining to me, which I was just in the moment being like, this is, I just had this, this is not fair to cops. So any cops listening, I'm sorry. But in my head, I felt very much like it was like this egotistical guy that was just like kind of bombarding me with the information and really getting frustrated with me that I wouldn't just comply with what he was saying. And I was trying to explain to him why I didn't understand. And he just kept cutting me off basically to be like, what I, all I'm experiencing with you is that you are not working with me and you are, he's like, I deal with criminals all day. That's all I do. How do huh. I know you're any different? I don't know you. I don't know what kind of business you have. I don't even know if you have oh, a business, good. all this stuff. And I said, well, you should know I have a business if you work for the government. Cause I file my taxes every year. So I was like, you can go look that up. You can see how much I make. You can see what my businesses are. I say all this stuff. And he said, no, ma'am, I can't. That's that's in the court process. We actually have nothing to do with the PPP stuff. That'll be your battle. You know, that's another battle. He's like, all I'm supposed to do right now is make sure that you're not trying to run because they called your name twice in court yesterday and you weren't there. What the fuck would they have done if you had just showed up at the police department? Like, I don't understand well, so I'm what about the to end tell game you. is. Okay. I'm about to tell you. Okay. So, I literally, my energy healer, I'm texting her because he's telling me like, I can't get off the phone basically, which just so you know, you guys, this is a, the consistent thing that they have told me now. They will not let you get off the phone and no police officer would ever actually do that. It felt strange to me, but because it had gotten hostile with me and that guy, I sort of started to feel like he was doing it because he was trying to prove, like I stayed on the phone just because I was like, I'm trying to prove that I'm not trying to run, you know, and he had me convinced that that was what he thought. And so basically like my <laughs> Reiki girl comes outside and she's like, cause I'm texting her what's happening. And she's getting kind of the text you are getting. Cause he's talking to me a lot. You know, it wasn't right, like I right. was just like sitting in silence with him. He's like, blah, 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 you know, just running his mouth and I'm trying to text and pay attention. So she comes outside and she's like, are you okay? As I'm like pulling out to be like, I got to go. And he's on my car speakerphone. And I'm like, no, I'm not okay. Um, but I have to go down to the sheriff's office. And she's like, oh my, what? She's like, what is happening? Everyone is just like, what is happening? I was also like that. What is happening? 
So he makes me stay on the phone with him. He makes me tell him my ETA too, which now is like a huge red flag in this whole story. But he's basically convincing me that I'm telling him that so that he knows that I'm actually coming down. Tells me the address of the actual sheriff's department. Like all this stuff. Because at first I was like, how do I know? He goes, I go, how do I know that you're not just trying to scam me? And this is an actual sheriff's department. I was like, if you give me the address to the real sheriff's department, then maybe I'll know or whatever. And um, I said, but as a woman, I need to know where I'm going. You're just telling me to start driving to a place that I don't even understand why I'm coming to. Like my safety is my number one concern here. And as a, like a female, I have to be really clear on things. And he goes, you wouldn't feel safe walking into a building of police officers? And I said, no, sir, I would not. <laughs> he goes, well, he got so upset by that. But it was because, <laughs> but, and so then of course he played, he was, I was thinking that was playing into like the ego piece of what I had assumed. But I was like, no, I don't feel comfortable walking into any building that someone is basically acting like I'm some criminal that I'm not like, right, right. Because I'm like, what if I walk in? It just felt the way he was acting with me made me feel like I'm going to walk in and never walk out, you know, kind of thing. Like they were going to throw me in a cell and I was going to rot away and not be able to call anybody. Well, it's, like, it's not like we don't see stories about people getting arrested you know, like for no reason yes, on the exactly. side of the road. And the exactly. next thing you know, they're dead. That's all yeah. the stories these days that you right. see on the news. And like, of course, the media plays all that stuff up too. And like, so I'm like, no, of course, like, I'm not trying to talk bad about police officers at all. I don't think this, I mean, the way that it was the way he was being specifically that did not make me feel safe, obviously, rightfully so. But I felt like, okay, fine. Um, oh, so he told me his full name. He gave me his badge number. But of course, at this point, I'm driving, so I can't write any of this down. And I'm just like, um, he says, I mean, this call is being recorded. And I said, good. And I said, I'm also recording it on my end, just so you know, because I feel very comfortable with the way I've interacted with you. But the way that you're talking to me is never okay. And no matter what the outcome of this situation is, I will be filing a complaint about this conversation in general. So he was like, okay, well, here's my number and my badge number or whatever. Like such a fucking dick, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> so I was start sobbing. I'm like driving. Cause I'm literally like, okay, first of all, I've just like, basically my whole day is upended, but I'm starting to be like my whole, it feels like my whole life was about to be upended. And honestly, I think that anyone in our society these days, like nothing fucking surprises you anymore. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, mm -hmm. it's just like one thing after another constantly. And right. so I'm just thinking, oh my God, this is about to cost me so much money. Like I start going through numbers of having to pay back my loans and like, just like court fees and missing court and what all that's going to cost me. And I'm just like, I'm like knowing I'll figure it out and deal but i'm also just like rattled because i'm just driving to fucking reiki and this is how my day starts turning out you know and like, you probably had to pay for that appointment i mean right like i just was like it just it, and it was also like i really wanted that appointment i had missed last week we were supposed to do it and she had to cancel and so it was one of those things that was just like i just gotta get to reiki you know so anyway uh i'm driving i'm sobbing he makes me stay on the phone he would like he came back on and once I starts crying and he's like, ma'am, are you okay? And I said, no. And he starts mansplaining something else to me. And I said, you know what? I'll stay on the phone with you, but we can just sit in silence because like you and I do not communicate well. I would love to talk to your superior at some point, but right now 
what I need to do is just focus on driving. And as a law officer, you're asking me to be on my phone a lot more than I think is legal. So, you know, I played that card or whatever. So we sit there, I'm sobbing. And then he would pop back in. So they were obviously listening to me sob like these fuckers. So I get about two or three minutes away. And remember, he's asked me my ETA and he checked back in about 10 minutes away. And I get about two or three minutes away and he says, okay, ma'am, I'm going to transfer you to so-and-so, this woman, and she is going to help you with your paperwork. So she's going to kind of go over a couple things before you come in so we can try to expedite this process. Well, I'm thinking in my head, this motherfucker is finally settling down. He's, oh shit, sorry, my boyfriend's calling me. He's like all worried. Sorry, (laughs) (laughs) y'all. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Hey, guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at The Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in our patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day Savings Event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. So I'm thinking he literally is just feeling bad because he's listening to me sob. A 41-year-old woman for 30 minutes sobbing on the drive. (laughs) On her way to the police department. Yeah, and he's trying to make this nice. So he puts this lady on, right? And she starts going through the paperwork thing with me. And she's like, okay, so I see this, 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 and this. And they're talking in this like jargon that of course, not every, no person, normal person knows this stuff, you know? So like, it sounds really official. I'm sure. Criminals know it. uh, Well, right. But again, this goes to show you, I don't deal with like police or like I have, you know, this like paying bonds and jail and all this stuff. Like I was freaking out court. Like I don't go to court. I've never gone to court. (laughs) So I don't know anything. I don't know how that works. So I say, um, I, uh, she says we have this paperwork and she goes, okay. And so you're driving here now. So you're turning yourself in. And I go, is that what it's called? I go, I'm just coming in to show my license. And she says, ma'am, she like cuts me off. She goes, you do know when you set foot on the property, um, you will be detained, right? 
And I'm like, what? This is when I started texting you. And so I'm like, I'll be detained. And she goes, for 72 hours, we have a hold on you. And I'm like running through again. I'm on this new TV show. I'm filming starting Monday all day next. I mean, all week next week. And so I'm like, and they said weekends don't count. <laughs> so I'm like, so she goes, she goes in the, in the working business hours. Yeah. 72 hours. And I was like, what? I go, I have to go to work. I can't do that. What do you, I go, my job is not a job. Like they give a shit, but I'm like, my job is not a job that I can just like call in sick for. That's not how my life works. Like I, I have to go to work, you know, like I'm scheduled or whatever. And she said, well, I would advise you not to set foot on property then. Again, they're getting me here, but I didn't realize that. So I pull, oh, she's like, I'm going to send you some paperwork and we can talk through, a. you can post bail basically so that I didn't have to go. So again, all this sounded because they had convinced me. It sounds me that pretty I, legit to me. Yeah. I mean, it's like, you know, what's crazy to me is what? how well fucking thought out this is. It's so fucked up. Like I started to be like, are these former like corrupt cops even? Because yeah, where do where yeah, where, where do they get the knowledge? Where do they find each other to be able to like mm-hmm. be a good team? Like it's right. all so crazy to me. Anyway, and so they she put, tells they you, put me on with multiple people. So she's on with me. They she's had to set up me, a voicemail. You oh, know what I mean? Set up like, the whole voicemail. They like so they basically put me on with her. She tells me that I'm gonna. She's like, well, the fees for the bond are 40 some 4500 or something. And then your court fees on top of that for missing court, it put it at $6,500. And I'm like, oh my God. So I basically am sitting here like, okay. But I was, I was just like, I'm just, I'm going to figure that out. And I'm You're like, do you it. take cards? Well, <laughs> and so then I was just you like, Venmo. I literally say, I'm like, oh my God. But I was like, wait, so if I pay that today though, when I actually go to court and this is all like figured out that I didn't do anything or whatever, I was like, do I get that back? And the lady was like, you can file to get your bond back or whatever if you feel like it was unlawfully done. I don't even know if that you can do that or if that's not even true either. But basically, so I'm just thinking, okay, well, I'm just gonna have to pay this. And then when I go to court, I'll argue to get it back or whatever, you know, but I'm sitting there. So then they put me on with another guy. And then, then though, this is what they did that really kind of fucked me up. They had asked for that paperwork earlier, you know, that I had signed. They must've gone and created it in the meantime of me driving there or whatever. And cause I was finally like, I don't understand. Like, what do I need to go do then? How do I even pay bond? Do I just come in there and whatever? And they said, no, because so they get you because they're like, no, do not set foot on the property or we will have to detain you again. This doesn't seem real now. And I feel like an idiot, but in the moment they're saying all this stuff that I'm like, oh my God. Okay. So I had pulled over to this gas station. They send me now all of this paperwork and in the paperwork was my court filing that looked like I had missed court and it was all the documentation of that. Then they sent me this paperwork that was supposed to be from the post office, the signature I'd had, and they had forged my signature on something. Did it look like like your signature? So I initially was like, that does not, I said, that's not my signature. And I responded with, with that. And I felt very confident in that. But then it started going in my head, you know, when like UPS comes to your house and I don't know if this happens to anyone else, but I order because of like my wardrobe job, I get big packages like with like that are 
high money or whatever. For it, yeah. yeah. And you have to sign for it. Well, they make you sign on this little machine that you're kind of like doing really quickly and like yeah, scribbly. Yeah, yeah. And it looked like that. Like it almost it. looked yeah. like, like that. digital so, almost. Yeah. And so then I had also, it had a date on it and I looked at my date and it was a date that I was working from home. It happened to be this date that I was here and I was right, recording right. a bunch of stuff. And so it wasn't a day that I was like, oh, I could, that I could be like, oh, I wasn't, I was not in town, which is freaky that they, was I it the know. date that that guy knocked on your door by any chance? No, that that was today oh. that that guy knocked oh, on your door. Oh, got it. Got it. Okay. So it was probably, maybe it was just a fluke. I don't know though, because it had like a time, like it had the exact time that I had signed apparently and all this stuff, which now is like freaky. Cause I'm like, they have my address. They well, maybe, maybe it's somebody that works for UPS. Could be, I don't know, but no, but like, no, it wouldn't be because this is not real. That didn't happen. There was no paperwork no. that I. Well, no, I know what you're saying, but like that would maybe know this I was criminal here. knows your address. They know your name. They know you're there, and they were able to take a picture of your digital signature. You know what I, I mean? Yeah, maybe it could be, but really, what my dad said when we finally talked was that he's realized since the PPP loans, cause he got them too for his business. And he's realized that that information is like public knowledge, right? Like you can go search it so they can find out all sorts of, cause the thing that was throwing me is they knew the exact amount I had gotten. They knew like the date I had paid. received it. Yeah. Right. So it's just fucking scary. And like, right. Anyway, and all that information to be public, like I try to keep things kind of private, you know, with stuff like that. And that wasn't, but I didn't even think about that. But somehow some database has probably been hacked or leaked or whatever. So basically, then I started to kind of when they started talking about money, I was like, I got it. So I start texting my parents the paperwork because I had finally stopped driving at this point, too. So I'm texting my parents and I'm saying to my parents, I'm texting my boyfriend and my parents and I'm like, I need help. Here's what's happening, whatever. All three of them have now told me the same thing that they thought that my phone had been hacked and that someone wow. was trying to get them to pay money because I couldn't because my mom tried to call me and I wouldn't answer because I was like, I can't get on the, the other line. So my parents kind of stopped responding because they were trying to figure out if they were being uh, scammed through my phone or whatever. So I thankfully have a lawyer friend that I was like, oh, my God, OK, I'll text him kind of embarrassing because it's like <laughs> you sound crazy but I sent him the paperwork and I said this is what's happening they won't let me get off the phone I don't know what to do they're asking me to pay this money and he calls me immediately too and I said the same thing back to him I can't get off this police officer I'm on the other line with is not letting me get off the phone they also wouldn't ever really let me read the paperwork because they kept saying well did you read the paperwork I don't understand why you still have questions like it feels like you're just not wanting to comply and I'm like no I haven't been able to read the paperwork because you guys keep transferring me to someone else so that I'm forced to keep talking or listening to something because I'm trying to understand what's going on and no I haven't been able to read the paperwork but I had read enough of the paperwork to see my signature to see the date to see my address to see the money to see that you know whatever so my lawyer, though, kept calling me like he kept calling me. And I finally just merged the calls with the fake cop and the lawyer. And I said, I said, Stephen, first of all, this guy is a fucking angel and I would recommend him to anyone, but I won't say his name to keep saying anonymity, anonymity but his first name is Stephen. But um, I said, Stephen, you're on the phone with the police 
they're telling me that I need to go get a bond or whatever. And he literally, the guy starts talking for a second and Steven just goes, Kelly, hang up the phone. He's like, hang up the phone. I'll call you back. Hang up the phone. Hang up the phone. Hang up the phone. Hang up the phone. I had been on this call for two hours, y'all. And I'm sobbing in a fucking gas station parking lot in downtown Nashville, basically two minutes from the sheriff's department that if I had gone to, obviously they would have been like, ma'am, this is not real, which is why they didn't want me to go. But I finally hung up the phone, get back on the phone with Steven. And he's like, this is happening so much in America. The PPP stuff is like the new scam. And um, they get you because they don't mention the money until so far in. But basically when I went back and now I've looked at the paperwork what they do is they're telling me I needed to go to a fi- my financial institution because I was like, you guys won't tell me who I need to get a money order made out because I was just thinking it wouldn't they wouldn't take, first of all, credit cards, but they wouldn't take um, cash either. Like I was like, I didn't have a checkbook. So I was thinking I needed to go get a money order or they kept saying a bond. So I was just like, how do I do that? Y- y'all are acting like that's common knowledge. And I know you guys deal with this every day. That's what I was thinking. Um, but I was like, I don't. I'm a regular person. I don't know how to do this stuff. I've never like, I don't commit crimes. This isn't something that I'm like used to when you say a bond. And they're like, well, did you read the paperwork? And that was when I said what I said about that. Um, but then now that I've looked at the paperwork and what now, since I've filed a real police report about this, they have told me is what they'll do is they'll get you to basically it's called coin flip, which is some form of Bitcoin. And they get you to go to this specific machine because basically we were on the phone until after my bank had closed. So I couldn't have gone to my bank because what started to trigger me is I was like, you guys are telling me to go get $6,500 in cash and walk into the sheriff's department with that much, just a wad of cash. Like, no, that is something about that. I was like, that's my understanding right now. And then they kept going, well, did you read the paperwork? Did you read the paperwork? Obviously, what they wanted me to do was go do this Bitcoin thing or whatever the coin flip thing is. And the cop that I did file the police, the real police report with said, once that money is gone, there is absolutely no way to get it back. Like, so I would have been out almost $7,000. Could you fucking imagine I feel sick at my stomach thinking about that. And think about think about people who don't have lawyers who aren't don't have the wherewithal to text or get this phone call like on their landline. You know, like they don't have another way to communicate with somebody. Like it's terrifying. Remember Mary Hilliard had something happen to her similar, and it was like they gave her, they gave her the address of on Broadway, and it was like it had just happened to be like one number off from whiskey row or something mm-hmm. like that and she knew um yeah and she knew so like that tipped her off really you know but it was still like she was on her way down there well i the thing that threw me is they gave me the actual sheriff department number because i obviously googled it before i started driving because i was like i'm not about to get raped and murdered here like i need to make sure i'm actually legit going to the sheriff's department to where when right, i walk right. in i'm not in actual danger but it didn't the reason i was so like no i wouldn't feel safe at first cuz i'm like there this could still be scammers and they're setting me up to like steal me from the sheriff's department's parking lot you know i mean right, there's also right. so much trafficking that happens it's so startling 
it's startling as anyone, but as a woman, it's like a level up of just how do I keep myself safe and protected? Because I just was like imagining the worst, obviously. And the thing was, is like what to your point about like, I just want to say I'm not stupid, y'all. Like right. this they've is workshopped not, this. They no. figured out an answer for every question that you could possibly throw your way. And clearly there's probably more than one of them in the room. And they're like, oh, they're, they're they all, put me on the phone with at least four of them. Right. So, so they're all listening mm -hmm. and they're probably hitting mute and stuff. And when you're saying things, they're figuring out what the response is going to be. Well, he, the police, the real police told me, he was like, they have a script that they follow and they know this. And he was like, they've probably called 10 people since they've called you. Like, it's just happening so frequently. And I, they got me really far in the process. Like, I'm sure some people don't ever call that number back, but they just, they caught me on the right day kind of thing. You know, like I was just tired enough. I had just enough real life situations happening that made me think in my head, I need to call this number back. Like it seemed legit enough. And then they, they hooked me enough with the way that they were telling the story. And again, the personal information that they have is like stressful. Cause you're just like, well, right. if they have and most, that. And most people aren't as private. So it's really easy for those people to have that information. Most people, you can just Google their name and <laughs> yeah, figure and out where they live, up. their number, their, all their stuff. And like, yeah. and I really, cause I, whenever I was on that TV show and, you know, getting death threats and shit, I really tried to like start protecting myself in a new kind of way. And the thing my mom said to me that I never even thought about was she was like, you're texting us. And I thought your phone had been taken over at first. And then she said, and then also like you have a public platform. Like she said, even if someone had called me with your voice saying this stuff, she's like, now with AI, I'm getting so stressed out that they could have like mimicked your voice. Like our voices, Chip, are everywhere. Right. That's right. actually how people recognize me more often than my face now is like, if I start talking at something, they're like, oh, do you have that podcast? You know, like that's it's so, so funny. It was scary in some ways because it's like you want to do the things like we do. But this kind of stuff makes me want to just like crawl into a bunker with all my people and just like cut it all off, you know, like right, go back yeah. to complete privacy where no one knows anything about you because, I mean, you could get your identity stolen. You can get scammed. Like the, all the things like I've lost so many tears. I'm fucking exhausted. My nervous system is shot. Like, thank God that my lawyer answered at the right time and is such a giving person and like so kind. Thank God my parents, my parents had called the Nashville police department and they also said she needs to hang up the phone. So they both texted me that like right when my lawyer got on the phone with me. Right. Right. Um, yeah. But like my mom missed her hair appointment cause she didn't want to leave. Cause she was so worried. About I know that sounds small, but I ruined not ruined, but this has like affected so many people's days. Like my boyfriend missed a meeting. Like he was like all stressed out about it. Like so, so many people were Wild. impacted by this. And you, like, we didn't get to record on time. You're like, is she alive? What the <laughs> fuck is happening? Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. 
For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at The Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to Bring out the most in our patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day Savings Event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. But it's just like, I didn't know what to do. And I was do. I literally just had this vision of uh, like, I'm going to be in jail and no one's going to know where I am. And it's going to take them forever to find me because no one would imagine that I would just be in jail. You know, like it's not like you're checking jails for me if you can't find me. And it just was so it was like, I need to just fire off information as quick as I can that that if something did happen like that, you guys could like figure it out or find right, me. Right, right, yeah. But it felt like that and it made me feel so sad about like anyone who's been wrongfully arrested or any of that stuff, but I know it happens all the time, but this scam stuff is what's just like so freaky about our culture right now. It's wild. I mean, people are desperate, they'll do anything. And $6500 for 2 hours of work is not bad money. <laughs> uh, no. You know what I mean? It's like in cash. Yeah. yeah, but if and think about I just wonder how many people actually do it. And like the it's, other thing I think that it's made me, a multi-billion dollar business. It makes like, me really sad because I bet people. a lot of people who don't really have that money to give are giving it. Yeah. And you they, know what and I mean? Like they yeah, can then they can't pay their fucking mortgage because they've lost and like the cops said, there's no way they're getting that back. And it's like there's no way that the cops are I mean, I filed a police report and they'd sent me all that paperwork, you know? And so I sent that to a person, but do I have high hopes that they're going to find these people? No. I mean, I mostly no. reported it because I wanted to request some drive-bys by my house because I'm scared because these people have my address. Right, right. I mean, hopefully it's just one of those things that they... Well, they're probably not even uh, We don't even know if they're here. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, it, like, I'm just hoping that it's just a situation where they were trying to get me to send money somewhere. So unbelievable. But my dad was like, yeah, they're targeting all the PPP people because they can see how much money you got. First of all, though, I'm like, it's 2023. Do you guys not think <laughs> that, money's that money yet? Gone. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you had a mortgage to pay. Exactly. Like that was what kept me afloat. That that money is not, he's still here. But I think that, you know, I don't know. They just know the people at some point had X amount of money. So well, and it's just all the infos there. All it gives them all the clues that they need. Mm-hmm. And exactly. yeah, it's fucking wild. Can you believe it? Could you? How scared would you have been if you like the call had dropped? 
Well, I think I would have, if the call had dropped, I would have been fine because I would have been like, well, they'll call me back, you right. know? I'm just, and they would have. They would have called my, you immediately. Yeah, and they would have screamed at you to make 100% you 100% make concerned. it think it was my fault. Yeah. My biggest fear was getting arrested at work. <laughs> I was just like, and being stuck in jail for 72 hours and oh nobody knowing where the fuck I was. Like, I was just oh like... God. I'm going to hire some fake cops to come arrest you at work one day. It literally would not be funny. <laughs> it would not at all be funny. And then I they're just going to start stripping. Well, you, yeah, oh my God, I would kill you. <laughs> literally, like, I can't think of anything worse. And I would probably also have a heart attack and like keel over because I'm so startled right now. Right. But like, it's just, yeah, I just, anyway, I wanted to tell the story publicly. Sorry if that was long winded, you guys, but. Um, I just, if you get a call like that and they, especially if they're making you stay on the phone, that was what the cop kept reiterating to me is if they make you stay on the phone, it's a scam. Um, and he was just like, the funny thing is that, so they're like, I'm, I call the non-emergency Nashville line of the police department and I'm talking to him and he was like, okay, well, just so you know, like in the future, no cop would ever call you like that. And he was, and then he's like, we're talking for a second. I was like, okay, okay. And so we were talking for a second and he's like, I tell him I have that paperwork. And he said, actually, I really think you should file a real police report about this. Cause like first he kind of thought I was just like, at first I was just calling to kind of report and ask for some drive-bys tonight. Um, but then he said, I think you should file an actual police report because of the information you have. And he said, I'll have the cop call you back. And then he goes, oh, hmm. Cause it's like, right, he, right, he right. caught himself. He just had told me a cop will never call you, and then he was like, "I'll have the detective call you at this." And I was like, "See, right? How do I know this is a real detective?" Like when the detective called me to fill out the police report, they asked you for your driver's license number, and I was like, "Okay, sorry, sir, but I have literally just been through the ringer with scammers. How do I know that I am safe to give you this right now?" Like. And he had to talk me through it because I was so nervous about giving that information over the phone. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So welcome back to America, Chip. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, OK. I mean, they well, would have gotten me today, too, because I'm tired as hell. So I can't imagine your jet lag. I mean, your whole plane story is for another day because no, it's, it's a whole just... other day. So but many channels. United United Airlines, I'm coming for you. Uh-oh. Watch <laughs> out. Yeah. Now I wish I would had been more active on Twitter because I don't have enough followers for them to care. But maybe there's enough listeners here. So they better do the right thing or I'm coming for them for okay. real. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So we're taking out United Airlines and, and scammers of PPP worldwide. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out. The Velvet Edge podcast has just completely changed its whole identity. And all we are now <laughs> is trying to take out the We're bad. undercover. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we do have a new topic for you guys. It's the first week of the month of November. It's kind of wrapping up 2023 here. And I know, honestly, October was a little wild, but I felt like hopefully you guys kept your head on straight. I know the energy was just insanely intense for a lot of people with all the eclipses and things of that nature, but we're moving into a new month. Um, I did do my astrology report with Marv. That's a little bit sketchy as well, but you guys go check that out. We do have a new word for you guys. We have a new theme. We have a new word and it kind of, I feel like I sort of went embrace it right now. Like ugh, shake it off, you know, but do you want to introduce a chip or would you like me to? I would like you to. Okay. You're too jet lagged for it. <laughs> I'm too jet lagged. 
basically what we thought about when I was thinking about the month of November and just some of the guests that we have coming on and um, sort of where I am is in this kind of part of the year and where I've heard a lot of my friends say they are as well. And when you look outside and you see the trees and they're dropping all the leaves, I just kept thinking about the word shedding, like shedding, letting go. Like that was a huge part of the eclipse season as well was just letting go of old beliefs, old habits, old relationships, old things that weren't serving you. And it just, it's like you look outside in Nashville. I don't know how it is in the rest of the world, but you look outside in Nashville and the the leaves are literally just falling by the minute, just dropping, dropping, dropping. It's like the trees are clearing out. They're getting ready for winter and for then the new spring. And so this month, we kind of just wanted to focus on shedding. Like, what are you shedding? Um, what are your stories of shedding? And the guests that are going to come on are going to tell their stories of kind of the things that they've let go of in their lives to get to the place they are now and what the different seasons have looked like, what it's you know brought to their lives by doing the shedding process, maybe even what that has looked like, because it's not always pretty. We know it can be a little messy. Mm-hmm. Um and then there's some fun stuff too. We had talked a little bit. I don't know if you guys haven't read Britney Spears' new book, please get on that because we will be discussing. I finished <laughs> it in four days. It was so good. Team Britney all the way. I just really feel for her, but she has done doing a lot of shedding right now. I feel so. I think there's a lot of examples of it in our culture as well. So that is what we'll be discussing. Shedding. Shedding. What are you feeling like you want to shed? Do you have any ideas? Um, what do I need to shed? Um, right now you probably a, just need to pro- sleep. <laughs> probably a lot. Yes. Um, no, I, I think there's a lot of things that I probably need to work on shedding. Um, and you know, that movie that I sent you today, like some of it is just like in the way that I think about things. Yeah. Um, and just differences, um, and embracing them a little bit more. Um, because, you know, yeah. And, and I, well, I think that, you know, the, the way that the world is going, it's so easy to be really angry all the time. Mm. And, um, especially, especially of other, you know, of things that like you don't necessarily agree with, or that they don't fall perfectly in line with your belief systems. Um, and, um, you know, I, when I saw that documentary that I sent you earlier today, which we may get into this month, mm-hmm. um, okay. it just made me like, think like sometimes, um, you know, on a cellular level, um, we're not as different or things aren't as different as we think they are. And totally agree. giving it energy that is at all negative is a waste of my time is hurtful and all of the things. So I think just, you know, the way that I look at things that are different um is is and and the negativity that i sometimes put towards that is a main thing that i want to shed. Ooh, i love yeah. that. Yeah. I got to think about mine. I'm too rattled. Right now i just want to shed the energy that those scammers put on me. <laughs> yeah, shed the shit out of that. Uh well, I'm glad you were able to share that. I mean, what an insane story. It's so insane. And I honestly, like I said to you, like, let's record in the morning and put the podcast up late because I was so rattled. And then I thought about it and I was like, no, I have to tell this story because I know this is going to happen to other people. So I just want it to not happen to any of our, li- I don't want it to happen to anyone, but I really am just like, I don't want this to happen to any of our listeners. So I hope that if you guys get a call that's at all remotely related to what I just described. You just hang the phone up, just hang up, just hang up, just hang up. Email um, me, text me, whatever. I'll tell you what to do. 
I'm gonna text you after this a story that you need to read um, because it will it will like make you laugh. But I'll also just mention here. Um, I don't know if um, our listeners will recognize the name Dave Holmes, but he was the guy that won the like wanna be a VJ contest. He's now a writer for Esquire. He has a show on Sirius. He's written a book. Like he's a, he's a friend. And um, years ago, he something similar like this happened to him, and he live tweeted the experience. Oh my um, God, what a brilliant he, thing! But to he do. he knew that he was being scammed. Yeah. So he leaned into it and like made them think that he was didn't know he it. was being scammed, and that he was like, my my credit card pin won't work. What do I do? You know, oh like and they were giving him answers. So it's a really fun. And so he live tweeted the whole thing. So I'll send it to you to read because maybe it'll bring some levity to your situation. Oh, please, I wish yeah. I had known and I had done the same thing. I did screen record. I started once that guy told me he was like, "Ma'am, we are on a recorded call," and I was like, "Good." And then I was like, "Why am I not recording this shit in case?" Because right. well, either way, because I was like, one, the way this quote unquote officer had spoken to me and was just cutting me off and not listening was not okay. And then two, if this wasn't real, I was like, I want this documented. So right. Right. luckily I have a couple of those things. I don't know. I hope the fucking cops find these guys. I mean, my my lawyer was like, you can call the FBI. I don't know if you want to get that involved in this, but and who knows, you know, they don't usually catch these people, but it seems to be very every person in the law enforcement world that I've told this to is like this. Yep. That's what they do. It's like very common. So anyway, that's what we got for you guys. If you have stories that are similar and you feel like sharing them with me, let's unite over this topic because it really just rocked my world today. You can email us at the edge at velvetsedge.com or you can slide into my DMS on Instagram. I'm at velvets edge chip. I'm at Chip Dorsch. It's C-H-I-P-D-O-R-S-C-H. I'm telling this one to myself right now. But <laughs> as you guys go into the weekend and you're living on the edge, I really hope that we all can just remember to act casual. Lord, I need that right now. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.